Welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour with me, Charlotte Foster. This is a podcast all about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. We are unashamedly positive about the area and we unashamedly sing this area's praises. We do this by looking at the area's culture. Now this can be anything from events that are taking place, history of the area, but most importantly, it is the people. Welcome to this week's edition of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. It's coming to you from Burslem. It's Wednesday afternoon, so I thought, do you know what? I love a bargain. I'm going to head down to Burslem where there is a brand new outdoor market. It's on every Wednesday afternoon between 3 and 8 o'clock. So perfect for nipping to if you finish work or you've got to pick up uh, little ones from school. And it's amazing who you bump into when you head down to the market, isn't it? Because not just one, but two guests for today's edition of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. The first one really probably doesn't need any introduction, but here she is. She's introducing herself. I am June Cartwright. I am the founder of our Burslem Facebook group. Um, and I just love helping Burslem, to be honest with you. I lived here and then moved to Manchester in the um, 80s and then came back again in the 2000s. Found the town not like it used to be and decided to do something about it. And do something about it you are doing. Uh, so tell me, first of all, a little bit about our Burslem then, because it's moved from being just like a Facebook group to being a whole movement. It is a Facebook group, first and foremost. We've got nearly 11,000 members on there. And it does help us. We've put events on. The first event that we put on was um, the Christmas light event in 2012 I think it was and um, we've done it every year since and it was because of the council cutbacks and a little boy saying isn't Christmas coming to Bearsland this year so that was it we decided to go out we collected with um, tubs every, anything we could we went on Port Vale away buses and did loads collected around the state we did £5,000 in one week and that enabled us to put the first one of lights on um, we've got more lights now that was just a bare beginning but we've got more lights now so Burslem is a lot brighter at Christmas and we do a Christmas event for the children as well that was the first thing we did the next thing we did was getting drawn into um, doing the Burslem festivals so we, we do Burslem Fe- May Festival and um, that takes first uh, place on the first week- bank holiday weekend in May and it's made up of live music, children's games, um, all sorts of things that make a festival uh, go. Um, the next thing we did was um, organise a coach trip for children because children don't see the sea anymore so we decided we were going to take them. So we raised the money and we take children on a free coach trip for the children and £10 for the parents. We're going to Blackpool this year. Um, we started off having one coach, but we've now got four. So it's over 200-odd people that's going. And then we were going to Wolverhampton one day. And in the car, I decided to do another festival in Burslem. And that was on the bank holiday Monday in August. And we called it Burslem Unite. So it's all about all the businesses and everything, pulling together and having a day together, really. And it's been a success. So that's it oh as well we do the halloween scare fair as well so we do a scare fair you just keep adding more events 
suet because I think Burslem is an important place and it actually needs that. We work to bring the footfall into Burslem and then we petitioned for a market. We were told no, we couldn't have one and um, we petitioned, got a petition up and we now have a Wednesday market so that's on every Wednesday. I'm just trying to think of the other things we've done. We saved um, the gymnastics centre. We got a petition up because the council were going to close that, so we got a petition up, and that's remained open, so we've done really well with that. They were also going to charge for car parking down West Fort Lake. So we also, I think we had about 12,000 people that signed these. Um, but um, it's... It, um, the car parking was stopped so they don't charge for car parking there and then the council relayed, relayed on us went back on us and said yes you can have a market but it's got to be between certain hours so our based on market which happens every wednesday is on from three o'clock in the afternoon till eight o'clock at night and that's where we're sitting now aren't we we're sitting in the market um it, it's early days for the market but it is busy isn't it there's lots of people about today, but we need, we do need more stallholders. I'd be the first to say that we need to do more of that. We get people that phone us up, that promise that they're going to join us and then um, don't appear. Um, we've got to get established, and that's why we need the public support to come up and buy, because the more support we get, the more stallholders we get. It's like a circle, isn't it? But, um, yeah... I am one of those 11,000 members of the Our Burslem Facebook page. And I remember when it was being talked about at the market that there was a lot of public support, people saying, I'll come and I'll come along. What is your message to those people that said, yeah, yeah, I'll be there? I'd, I'd just say to people, keep on supporting us, come along, support us. The only way we're going to survive is by the public coming in and coming to this market. And the more people that come and support us, the more stallholders we're going to get. So it's a, it's a two-way street. The other thing I would say, especially about the, 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 uh, the, the Facebook page, is that there is a real sense of community and there's that sense of community that I think is present in, in all of the six towns as well. That It's not just unique to Burnsham having that sense of community, but that sense of community, how important is it to Burnsham as a town? I think it's very important. Bearsden community's all always been the same. I was born in Bearsden um, 74 years ago, <laughs> but I was born in Bearsden and I love the place. I can remember it being a really active place with lots of people being everywhere. All the shops were full. I mean, nowadays we do struggle, but it's not only Bearsden that struggles with the ice streets, it's all over the country. And we were filmed by South Korea, um, last year I think it was they've got the same problem with this, the ice streets being closed and they wanted advice on off us how they could do it but they don't have a community there so that was the big problem there they didn't have the community to do that it's ruled by the state and it or something yeah I've also attended uh, one of the Burslem Unites festivals and it is so much fun the, the, the coming together and seeing everybody what is it then that keeps you going and keeps you uh, doing this because as you say it was 74 years ago when you were born are you not tired i'm always tired i could sleep on a clothesline i'm one of them people who can sit down and have a fall asleep in seconds without realizing um it um what keeps me going it does keep me going really i think what will happen to it when i'm gone you know and and i I just want it to carry on. So when I'm, I'm gone, let the rest of the committee 
sort it out and support us. <laughs> How much hard work is it to get something a like the market going, then organising the festivals? And you, you, you know, you're always I say oh, rattling the donation tin. That sounds like you're always begging, but you know, it's a constant. Tr- tr- we don't rattle the donation can anymore. Um, because of our high profile we actually get sponsors so we've got the three main people in beers and the three main big businesses that sponsor us Synetic Solutions sponsors um, the May Festival um, the pubs on the on St John's Square sponsor Beerslam Unites Festival and we've got Steelite uh, again they, they sponsor the Christmas lights and Autonet again they they uh, support the children's party so they pay for the event but that makes perfect sense because the more people come into town yeah. the more people are going to spend that's with the them thing that's what's going to happen with the more the market the more people that come the more people that are going to come because they'll tell other people it's good and you know so it's exactly the same as when we first started to do the events um you know they weren't madly attended or anything like that and now it can be pouring down with rain and we still get hundreds of people in the town so it's good what does Burslem mean to you you left and you came back yeah it was my marriage that took me away from from here um, but I always came back because my mum lived here my mum lived in Burslem my sisters my brothers um, I, I came back nearly every week to be quite honest I lived in Manchester and was homesick for Burslem <laughs> 30 odd miles away but I was homesick but what in particular made you homesick what did you miss I miss the community and the family and all the things that had been familiar to me most of my life. I think that was what I missed. Because Manchester is a different sort of town. Um, people don't know one another. And you can't drive anywhere without locking your car doors because you might get hijacked or carjacked. Um, I had some good friends there. I also did charity work while I was there. I worked for Trafford Stroke Support Group. So I've always enjoyed doing things for nothing. That's lucky, isn't it? (laughs) I have a real soft spot for this town. I don't know what it is about it, but I always feel... I always get a lovely, warm feeling when when I come in here. I don't know if it's just because I've got so many beautiful buildings, but there is just a feeling, isn't there? There's all the TV programmes that have come up and filmed things here say exactly the same. This lovely town, this lovely architect. Um, You know, it deserves a bit more doing. I could go on forever and tell the council what I'd like done and, you know, but... It's the money, I suppose, and they have to think. I mean, I would love the Wedgwood Institute, the Queen's, and everywhere, the indoor market, everything being used. But there you go, money. And that is it, isn't it? So often the case, it comes down to money. But uh, one of the big things that came here recently was light night, wasn't it? it was, that was beginning of the year. It wasn't our beers that organised that. It was um, Stoke City Council and Appetite. Um, all this we did, we had meetings with them and told them where we'd like to see lights, where we thought would be the best place for them. But that was all we did and came down and supported it, of course, and advertised it. And what was it like seeing this, the town just full? It was jammed, wasn't it? You couldn't move. Absolutely jammed. I came on the Friday night. It was absolutely freezing, but it was really, really good. Um, 
and I wanted to come down on the Saturday, but it was just too cold because I'd so much enjoyed the one, the one night. I thought I can, I'd enjoy another night. Um, but fortunately, um, Bear Wall Heart Gallery at the back was giving samples of gin. Way hot gin. It was hot gin, wasn't it? It was lovely. It was lovely. It was lovely. And I don't drink, and I had three or four of them, <laughs> so I was quite warm. And when I walked back from there, and I was walking down here, I thought. Martin Tidewell from the Sentinel had actually said as he was in Burslem and I thought I hope I don't bump into Martin because I've got too much to say when I've had a drink. I'm bad enough without aren't I but walked down there and bumped straight into him and I thought oh no but he laughed he, you know so I don't think he realised I was quite as what as I was. <laughs> so go on then let's imagine money is no object there are no planning regulations that we have to worry about no rules that we need to worry about in an ideal world what would you like or how would you like to see Burslem in say five ten years time I suppose I'd like to see the Queen's Theatre with new window frames and actually done up inside because the window frames look disgusting at the moment I'd like the Wedgwood Institute be brought back into use I'd like the indoor market brought, brought back maybe not as a market but as a multimedia um, centre there's so much in this town that needs doing and I think even if I won the lottery and it would be my money I think I'd still want to spend it on the town yeah kids would go mad with their inheritance <laughs> but no I would I'd, I'd do the town it's a beautiful town we've got lots of history here and like I said when the TV companies come down and film me they always say how beautiful the town is and while I was here I also managed to get in a, a little quick chat with this gentleman my name's Mike Watson I'm chair of the Beers and Park partnership friends of group uh, for Beers and Park so tell me then, Burslem Park, what is the best thing about it? One, it's in Burslem for one. But it is one of the best parks there is in the city at this present time. Due to uh, ourselves and the City Council teaming up and applying for HLF funding. And it was always been because of the decline of the park, uh, nobody was going into it. Uh, either children or adults they were too scared to go in so we we set up uh, the Bisbal partnership and the aim was to restore the park back to how it was originally and how's it looking now um, Trenton Gardens meet your heart out <laughs> and it's free and it's free and you won't get a better display at the moment in any park like Beers and Parkers and the idea is turning not to annual planting, what we had a look at is going to herbaceous plants where it obviously saves the city money and you can thin the plants out if you've got open spaces at no cost at all. What does being part of Burslem Park and its regeneration mean to you? Pride. Uh, it gave, gave me something to do when I retired and I was asked to join the partnership and the goal was like I, I said earlier is to restore the park back to its former glory and it took four long years to get the funding uh, which was around about three million altogether uh, but we did other projects besides that before we actually teamed up with the City Council. Uh, 
we we got the funding for the lake to restore the lake, uh, which was 127,000 uh, pounds. We teamed up again with the uh, the council. And we went around local schools, uh, asking the school children about the plague facilities in the park, which were practically non non-existent and in the Victorian age, like me. Uh, and we, we worked with the local council offices and we went to uh, the government, asked for funding. We asked for 280,000 to do the playground and the sports courts up, and they actually gave us 480,000. And we went down as, uh, with the funding group as the best working practice for uh, a group. And when you go in the park, how does it make you feel? Uh, it's just like you see a rainbow when you see a rainbow when it just comes out and it makes you cheerful and bright and that. Uh, and it makes me smile when I see to how it is now to how it was before and listen to all the comments people make about how nice the park is. I'm not talking about just people from Stoke-on-Trent but people who've come in from outside the area uh, and it just brightens you all day up. So clearly there is lots of pride here in Burslem about the town but yes like most places in Stoke-on-Trent it does need a little bit more love but that's what we're here for we're here to give uh, the towns the city our love and you can do that by just going out and supporting initiatives like the uh, the market in Burslem by supporting the stuff that our Burslem puts on by going to the park in Burslem or wherever it is you live just stepping out your front door and just doing something positive maybe that is spending a fiver in an independent cafe or going to your local market support these things and do you know what more happens more good will happen and it i promise you it really will so there we go i think i best get off my soapbox and leave you for another week but of course i will be back next week with another edition of Cultural Quarter and Hour. In the meantime, let me know what you're up to. Let me know what it is that you're doing that's making a positive impact where you live. If you want to get in touch, you can on social media at CQHpod is Twitter and Facebook. And let's get a conversation started about all the positive stuff that's going on. And you know what? Tell me what's going on and I will pop over and find out more and see if I can talk to you. See you soon. <laughs>